1: And I'm Ben, and you're listening to Wicked and Grim.
0: A true crime podcast.
1: Warning, the following podcast contains graphic content and material intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. That was upbeat. That was an upbeat intro. Wow,
0: look for at a, us. For a
1: grim podcast. That was very upbeat.
0: We're living our best life.
1: We are. I've got mead. What are you drinking?
0: I am actually drinking wine from our local winery. It's a fruit winery place.
1: Mine's even more local than you.
0: Actually, it very much so. Because is.
1: Ours, this came from our kitchen.
0: It did. It's about <laughs> as local as it can get.
1: Right? I made
0: it myself. Is it good?
1: It is. I've made better, but it's good. But this is actually the last batch of mead I'm ever going to make. And
0: you know what? Never say never. Well,
1: as the foreseeable future. For anyone who doesn't know, mead is wine, but it's honey-based. It's like what the Vikings used to make back in the day. So I made honey wine myself.
0: It fits your character very well.
1: What What is my character that it fits? What what's... Like your
0: beard. You're like a manly man. I'm and a... you like your mead. I don't know. Are you
1: just describing um, Ragnar Lothbrok off Vikings?
0: I really like him, actually.
1: <laughs> Is I'm that like, why you like me? I was,
0: like, obsessed with Vikings. That's a
1: damn good show. So
0: freaking good. Okay, wasn't there supposed to be, like, a spinoff or something of that sort? There
1: was. Um, it was supposed to take place, like, I think it was, like, 200 years afterwards in the, the city or the township yeah. that they were in. And
0: they were just, like, a distant, not, I was going to say future, but past or whatever. Like,
1: well, it's our past, technically, but their future. Yeah. So it's supposed to be a little bit of a time difference, and like, yeah, happen. We should look that up. I know because I feel
0: like it should be out by now, but I could be wrong.
1: It. I it may, maybe it's over by now. Maybe it's already like five <laughs> seasons and done. Who fucking knows? I don't know.
0: Yeah, knowing us, it probably is. Probably. <sighs>
1: Do you have any more news or anything we need to drop this episode, or can we just go straight into this, or what? Anything we need to say?
0: I don't know. We're really into ramen right now. Oh
1: yes, we are. <laughs>
0: Is that important?
1: <laughs> Ramen's definitely important. I've been making home. I make, I like making homemade stuff. You do actually, homemade like meat.
0: sourdough.
1: Yes, haven't made that for a while. I should probably make some soon. Which made me- some ramen. You said
0: you were annoyed with me the other day. You're like, you got to start making sourdough.
1: Well, I'm like, I'm Why getting tired. Why the hell would
0: of- I if you just do it, though? <laughs> I'm
1: getting tired of making all this handmade freaking sourdough at home. We don't buy bread anymore. Just have sourdough. And I'm getting, like, tired of it, and it's like, you want me to keep going, clearly, yeah. because you just get fresh-baked bread. Do it up. Well, time to pull your own damn weight.
0: I just raked the backyard.
1: <laughs> then that equals fresh <laughs> bread for the rest of your
0: life? I think so. Wow. Oh, let's, my us um, On that note.
1: Let's go into this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, welcome to Wicked and Grim, guys. This is...
0: Yeah, th- this is this is it. It just goes downhill from I'm, here. I'm
1: pretty sure the entire podcast is basically just going to be us taking notes on how we can get away with murder if the other one pisses us off <laughs> enough. <laughs>
0: Holy crap. Don't say that kind is. of shit.
1: Yeah, I know. We don't want to get an evidence You just evidence incriminated trail.
0: us. <laughs> My bad. I
1: mean, that was a joke. Total joke. Uh, no, but today we're talking... A very serious, serious episode.
0: Oh, yeah, you got very serious there. Even your eye contact got serious. This is like
1: the worst thing in Canadian history, like ever.
0: Okay, I'm very intrigued.
1: It's the Great Maple Syrup Heist.
0: Oh! Ooh. Casey, I actually know nothing about this.
1: You know nothing about it?
0: I really don't. I actually didn't really even know it was a thing. Well,
1: I'm gonna learn you a little bit on it. Yeah, it's, let's
0: do this. We
1: bleed maple syrup up here in the north. Yeah, we do. And the fact that there was a giant heist stealing a bunch of maple syrup, it it it's literally our life blood just gone.
0: Maple syrup is freaking delicious.
1: It is. And fun fact about this case though it's not only the great maple syrup heist. It's the largest heist in Canadian history.
0: Wow, ding, dang.
1: Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Cool. So let's start this off. Let's dive right in. Okay. So between 2011 and 2012, $18.7 million was stolen in nearly 3,000 tons of maple syrup from a storage facility in Quebec.
0: Okay, can you say how much money again?
1: Eighteen point seven million wow, dollars worth.
0: Good lord! I wasn't sure who said eighteen or eight, no, and I was 18, like, "Holy frig!" 18.7.
1: point seven—that's an insane number.
0: That's a shit ton man. in
1: maple syrup.
0: No kidding, because it's not like it's like gold or anything. Well, maybe um, it is.
1: it kind of is. I'm gonna—we'll <laughs> gonna, get into this here in a sec. Um, so, like, really, before we get into the whole story, I'm gonna kind of give you a background on that, like what you're going after here. So, first off, before we get numbers of like monetary wise, let's get numbers on production. So, Canada produces approximately 75% of the world's maple syrup supply. Wow. And 91% of that supply comes from Quebec. Really? Yep.
0: Okay, see, I had no idea about this. That's some good learnings right there.
1: You don't need to go to school, kids. Just listen to (laughs) us.
0: Okay, and this is this is, like might be a really dumb question. What's but hit me? You know the like Aunt Jemima's? Oh no,
1: no, no. That's
0: no. not Canadian. That's, is it?
1: That's no, that's just like flavored corn syrup.
0: Okay, see, I was like, I don't know, maybe it is actually, but no, we're I didn't talking
1: think. maple syrup. Like you get good in the can, shit. And it's
0: delicious.
1: The good shit. Okay. Not this Aunt. Jemima's so is that syrup.
0: not even maple syrup? Concert? No, that's
1: that's just syrup. Okay. That's just a flavored syrup.
0: Look at I'm learning a lot already. It's like five minutes in. I like yeah. this.
1: So, on average, a tapped maple tree will produce 10 gallons, 10 to 20 gallons, sorry, um, of sap per tap, and it takes 10 gallons of sap to make approximately one quart of syrup from harvest. okay. So, it takes a lot. Yeah. Um, And maple syrup is valued at approximately $1,200 a barrel. That's $2.88 a pound. Now, this is all Canadian monetary. Wow. Um, And just for reference... Crude oil, like to make gasoline, yeah, is around $65 a barrel. <laughs> so that makes maple syrup 10 to 12 times more valuable yeah. than crude oil. So
0: maybe it is gold. It's
1: liquid fucking gold.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: That's, that's why we Canadians are pretty serious about our maple syrup.
0: Very serious. Yeah. <laughs> and now we know why.
1: Well, it's literally liquid gold. It tastes fucking delicious. It comes from our own land. And it's fucking liquid gold.
0: Yeah, screw hot sauce. We put maple syrup on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making it sound so I ridiculous. Put that
1: shit on everything. <laughs> oh my god. We're making a stir fry. Where's the maple syrup?
0: Oh, I think I just started a thing.
1: Oh man. Anyways. So we all know about the black market, right? Well, yeah. Due to the prices like twelve hundred dollars a barrel. Um yeah, there's, there's a black market for maple syrup.
0: Really? Yeah. Right along with organs and stuff?
1: <laughs> Literally.
0: Yeah, that's nuts.
1: Um, and the funny part is, this is hilarious. I find this hilarious. Um, this black market for maple syrup is controlled by what is commonly referred to. This isn't a name i made up or just from one article. This is a common name for them. The maple syrup cartel.
0: oh seriously dead
1: fucking serious
0: holy frig this is some
1: literal godfather shit
0: wow
1: yeah so welcome to fucking canada don't fuck with our maple syrup or our geese you'll die
0: oh my goodness shit just got real well
1: it really did so how much are you learning so far?
0: So much, actually. <laughs> like, I'm actually shocked because I don't, I feel almost like, like, I'm not a very good Canadian so far because I'm like, holy shit, like, I should probably know this stuff.
1: Well, you're learning it today.
0: Yeah, I might have to, like, re-listen to this shit to make sure I really got it in there.
1: I have a feeling this is going to be a shit show of an episode. <laughs> just if you going, what? And me being like, yeah, Godfather shit. <laughs> also, we put that shit on everything.
0: Yeah, we really do.
1: So when it comes to the whole Godfather shit, though, um, the Federation of Quebec Maple Syrup Producers is the exact federation who controls all this. Um, The maple syrup cartel on the black market, that's a little bit different. The federation is like the fucking FBI sort of thing. Oh, okay. So they're literally the head of maple syrup production and tells the rest of the country um, how to make and sell their maple syrup.
0: Okay. Uh, they wow. somehow
1: managed to convince the government to approve and enforce that they are in control of buying from producers to sell and distribute the syrup wholesale across the globe. Basically, that states that if you ever own or even inherit or grow maple trees, and they were to, and you were to produce maple syrup for wholesale, you have to go through them for your sales and pay them for their service.
0: Really? Yeah. How did they do this?
1: I, I don't know.
0: Wow. <laughs> this is
1: government law. If you were to produce maple syrup for wholesale, you have to go through them and pay them for their service.
0: Wow.
1: So, yeah, that's totally fucked up.
0: <laughs> that's some intense shit.
1: I know. Like So, we literally have the federation – the Federation of Quebec Maple Syrup Producers. I love saying that, but, but I'll refer to them as the Federation. Um, so we have the Federation, who's like literally the FBI of the maple syrup world and the maple syrup cartel running the black market for maple syrup.
0: Wow, like this means serious business. Oh, it fucking do. It's business time, man. It's business. It's, it's business, business time. time. Motherfucker,
1: come on. We got maple syrup <laughs> and it's fucking business time. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, boy. Anyways, I'm not a singer. I'm sorry. Your ears are bleeding now. My bad. Uh, So anyways, they maintain this whole um, federation. They uh, maintain a strategic reserve of maple syrup, officially known as the International Strategic Reserve, also known as the ISR, Um, also also referred to as the Global Strategic Maple Syrup Reserve.
0: Good Lord. This is getting too much. Like, Base, it's, a, it's a lot.
1: It is. It's so in-depth. For I, just
0: some freaking maple syrup.
1: I'm only scratching the surface on this information, too. It, would, it was way too in-depth for me to get into. So I'm just like, this is the basic information here.
0: And I'm actually shocked, too, because how could anyone even get away with anything with all this shit going on here? Well, that's here? the
1: whole thing with the whole black market. There's people, like, trying to rise up against this federation because they're, they're saying, like, how can you control this? Like, you're yeah. literally holding us all hostage with our own supply here. Well, yeah. Huh. So, anyways, these reserves, these strategic reserves, um, are to ensure that they slow the steady flow of syrup supply and make sure it's pushed to the markets at a rate that keeps the prices from fluctuating.
0: Okay. I guess that's fair.
1: It gives the Federation complete control over supply and demand with the ability to charge what they want, hence the extremely high maple syrup prices.
0: I mean, but that is good for the, I don't know, what do you call them, suppliers? Though that they are maintaining this high-level price for their product. Not
1: necessarily, because the Federation will be like, our reserves are full.
0: Oh. This doesn't even sound very Canadian, really. I mean, it does
1: when you consider the fact that our fucking cartel is based around (laughs) maple syrup.
0: (laughs) I guess.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. It's very Canadian, in my opinion.
0: Okay, well, like the that is, but just like the controlness and like not, where's like the niceties of you getting to do your own shit.
1: I'm gonna catch a little bit of flack here. No offense, I'm sorry, but we are talking about Quebec. They're dicks. They want to separate from Canada.
0: Oh yeah, are are they the dicks of Canada? I don't even. (laughs) Okay, I didn't mean. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Okay, but I actually don't remember if i did where did we hear this that they wanted to separate well
1: this is this is common knowledge this is history do they
0: still want to
1: majority i think probably yeah. they want to separate from canada that they're, would be really assholes.
0: weird but no okay. offense
1: you're not assholes you're just i don't know you don't make me mad you just make me disappointed that's what oh I'm to that's say.
0: worse <laughs> i know
1: Let, let's push this aside i don't want to get all political on this
0: okay
1: um but anyways due to the over overbearing control um from the federation uh they basically have people who've started trying to sell maple syrup on the black market huh, right controlled in- by the cartel yeah uh, reserve facilities um being placed um sorry i lost my spot and i tried to like brain fart my way that's through it fine. that wasn't gonna work so reserve facilities being places that houses essentially like like we said liquid gold um for the world are in a few spots around quebec uh their top of the line security is basically impenetrable oh sorry um laughable it's laughable not impenetrable (laughs) they're basically (laughs) just warehouses no security cameras no alarms maybe a chain link fence with like maybe a princess auto lock on it
0: so like someone's backyard basically
1: pretty much um yeah, it's at best you might have a security guard do his rounds like once in a while,
0: which is interesting really with the value.
1: Oh, I know. And there is a history of maple syrup being stolen too. Huh. There was a truck that was stolen with I believe it was $10,000 worth of maple syrup prior to this. I think it was in 2003 somewhere around there. I didn't write these ones down. I was like, "Fuck that. I'm not going to get onto them." But here yeah. we are now I'm talking about it. Um and another case with actually an individual who was involved in this one. I will get into that later, Oh, um, who had stole, I think, $1.3 million worth of maple syrup. But they still haven't actually tied anyone to that case. But this the dude who headed this is the prime suspect. Oh, okay. So there is a history <laughs> it's a thing. of maple th- maple syrup theft. But still, we're just talking just a warehouse down the road off the highway with fucking Bob, who's a security guy sleeping in the shack, not doing his fucking job.
0: <gasps> wow, that's interesting to me. So, yeah not very smart
1: like i said not impenetrable laughable Laughable. security security Hmm. so with such crazy preventative measures that they uh they managed to do for their securities um we can understand exactly how the maple syrup was basically stolen from said top of the line facilities (sighs) sorry i'm I'm gonna stop mocking that now
0: (laughs) yeah you can't get over that i can
1: tell (laughs) It's just ridiculous (laughs) uh so they discovered that there was missing maple syrup first when a routine inventory check was being performed it's an annual check then you know they go through and they count all the barrels and they make mm-hmm. sure that they have their inventory taken care of good good uh the person who was uh, heading that inventory check at this specific facility was i'm gonna butcher these names because it's a lot of french names i'm gonna try i'm sorry uh michelle garvreau i think that doesn't sound too bad Thank you. I, I, just because it sounds bad <laughs> doesn't sound bad doesn't mean it's not right. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm gonna say Miguel.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so he went to the warehouse in Saint Louis de Blanc- Ford de Blanford or whatever, just in Quebec. Mm-hmm. Again, French. I'm sorry, I'm not a French person. Um, where it contained nearly sixteen thousand drums stacked six high to the ceiling. Uh, and he was in charge of counting those barrels Holy, in the warehouse. Holy, that's a
0: lot of maple syrup.
1: That's a lot of maple syrup. I'm
0: visualizing that right now. Wow.
1: Each one of those barrels weighed about 600 pounds.
0: Holy crap.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of maple syrup.
0: Holy moly. I remember
1: I said it was like, what, $2.88 a pound?
0: Yeah, you did. Something like that. Yeah.
1: So it's kind And of there's ha-
0: 600 pounds in a barrel.
1: Yep. At 16,000 drums.
0: Holy moly.
1: In just this one facility. So this oh, is a sort of reserve okay. that they're just holding back and not yeah. putting it out to public, so they can maintain prices.
0: Hmm.
1: So Miguel, I think, climbed to the top of the stack to get some height, to, you know, perform the the count, so he can get you know perspective and all those sort of thing.
0: Yeah,
1: doesn't sound safe at all. Just saying this, he just you know scaling six high oil drums, Oh, he's climbing
0: on the barrels? He's just
1: climbing on the barrels. Oh
0: my gosh. Okay, I thought he had like a freaking ladder.
1: No, no, he's just (laughs) climbing up the top of the barrels. Oh, man. So, he's climbing and he reaches up to grab the top barrel to pull himself up when it shifted causing him to fall backwards to the ground with a 600 pound barrel crashing down on top of him.
0: But the barrel wasn't actually full, was it?
1: Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. barrel didn't crush him because it didn't weigh 600 pounds because it was empty
0: Ooh, okay i actually caught on you to that, that earlier one. than i normally Good do pat on the back babe holy pat back. i'm smart tonight pat, you gotta do the pat oh, on the back yeah, there, yeah, there you yeah, go yeah.
1: leave me hanging there <laughs> so yeah thankfully the barrel was empty um and but it was, then if the
0: barrel was full he might not have fallen either though
1: exactly yeah he, he the 600 pounds would have held exactly him, so. yeah so you're catching on you know what you're talking about so an empty barrel, it's you know definitely odd. And they just chalked it up to an inventory error as there was actually multiple barrels that were empty in there, um, but it was just a handful. And they're just like, you know, shit like this happens, you know, something could have fucked up. But three weeks later, another inventory check was performed and they found more empty barrels. And in fact, others had been filled with water.
0: Oh wow. Over
1: the course of the next three months, they discovered nearly ten thousand barrels had been emptied of their contents with a value of over 18 million dollars.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. So were like the people still doing it over that three months? Or um, had or had it already been done, I wonder. They, they were
1: still doing it. They were doing it before the inventory check and they were continuing to do it.
0: See, I feel like I would find one empty barrel and be like, what the fuck? And these people are just like, yeah, whatever. Like, and then they don't even, and then they find more and it's, yeah, whatever. They don't increase their security and shit.
1: Well, I mean, if you just look at one empty barrel, I mean, for someone who's making that much money, you're looking at 600 pounds times 2.8. So 600 basically times three, right? So Mm -hmm. you're looking at how much is that? Like $1,800?
0: i Ish. guess but still 18, like 000? i'm pretty wait no how much is that i actually don't know Six hundred. uh i think it's 1800 1800?
1: 1800 okay yeah it's 1800
0: yeah 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 holy moly
1: so i mean eight eighteen hundred dollars <laughs> down the drain it's just a missing barrel what the fuck that's, that's
0: 1800 odd
1: bucks. yeah but for big corporation that's not that much
0: if it's I just guess. one missing
1: barrel but then it starts adding up adding up you know once something happened twice is a
0: What is it? Fool me. What is the saying? Well,
1: fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. But Um, I mean, there's also once. That
0: doesn't actually go well here.
1: (laughs) Once is something happened. You know, it's just. Yeah. Whatever. Twice. It's coincidence. Three times it's a pattern. Yeah. So, I mean, we got this happening repeated repeatedly. And now we're getting up to 10,000 I'm so
0: intrigued to like see what they were doing here. Like how they're getting it out of the barrels and what they're doing. This is fascinating.
1: Well, we're going to get into it a little bit here.
0: I, and I also want a barrel of maple syrup now <laughs> just for some a reason. barrel of
1: maple syrup. <laughs> I feel like that would so cool
0: kitchen. just to have that. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> so during the whole time, there were actually eyewitnesses um, at the compound, which were located just off the main highway, like I said. Okay. Uh, saying that there were trucks coming and going at strange hours all throughout the day at different times, like day, night, just weird nondescript trucks sort of huh.
0: thing okay
1: one individual named pascal patrie i got that one pretty good
0: good um, job he
1: was a laborer who worked at uh, the specific facility um loading and unloading trucks and he actually reported water on one of the barrels which we're we're working in maple syrup here there shouldn't be water right yeah yeah and he reported it to his manager and his manager offered him a thousand dollars to keep his mouth shut <sighs> and join the cause
0: Really? Yeah. I would take that deal. Oh, so did he. Okay.
1: <laughs> so he accepted. Um, he would work for the Federation, you know, because this is their their warehouse, right? So he'd work his Federation job nine to five. And then after hours, help the, the black market cartel thieves uh, steal and replace the maple syrup with water by night.
0: Hmm. Wow. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. So were
0: they just putting... That, I don't know you might get here, but were they just putting, emptying the barrels of maple syrup into like another barrel and taking it?
1: Well, what they were doing, there was a different ways they would do it, but the main way that I found is they would essentially load up uh, maple syrup into their trucks and unload barrels filled with water to oh, replace them.
0: okay. Okay, yeah, that That's that essentially makes sense. what they would do. Interesting.
1: So most of the workers who were actually involved in like that loading and unloading process even driving didn't know they were even part of it really they or so they claim anyways because i mean if i was a part of it and i knew i'd be like i'm just i don't know what the fuck yeah to about, no right? kidding no one told me i was stealing shit uh so they're basically just basically paid under the table to simply haul the truck from like point a to point b or load or unload the shipment at like weird specific times for cash so, I mean, there's gonna be people out there who are looking for work, who just fuck yeah, they're not gonna ask questions; yeah. they just do it.
0: Yeah, they just need the money. Yeah, yeah.
1: So Avik K- Karan, Avik Keron, I think it's how it, Avik Keron, There we go. Uh, however, was a warehouse worker who would be a key part and central figure uh, for this whole operation. Avik's spouse actually owned the the property okay. that this warehouse was in. It was a rented warehouse. She owned. Okay. Well, I'm not sure if she owned it. I saw owned, but I have a feeling it's more like operated or something Mm. anyways. Yeah. So his spouse was in charge of that, and he had reported history as well and a criminal record of fraud, but he actually avoided jail time. Though he was a central and important part of this whole thing. He wasn't the head of the snake. He wasn't the only one. Uh, the whole head of the thing was reserved for a man by the name of Ricard Valliers. He was what you'd call a barrel roller. Someone who went against the Federation, dealt in the black market. And like I said, he had actually been previously charged with... Uh, oh, sorry. I said earlier $1.3 It's $1.8 million. Oh, okay,
0: thing. so he's done this before. He has experience.
1: Yeah. So. But clearly that didn't stop him because he's doing it again.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, he got away with it. Yeah. So
1: So he would buy from producers and sell to whoever he could. And the problem was when people were buying, there's no way of really knowing where the syrup came from. So even though someone's buying stolen maple syrup, there's no way of knowing it's stolen maple syrup. You basically have to trust the person you're purchasing from. Some people, I'm sure, do know they're buying black market syrup. Others don't.
0: Uh, Okay. Interesting.
1: Yeah, because there's like you can't serial stamp a freaking maple syrup. The only way you know where it's coming from is once it's in a container that's sealed and says this on it. And it's like these barrels, there's like a label on it. You slap another label over top, yeah. peel the label off, whatever, right?
0: So people were buying the black market stuff not knowing. Yes. Okay. Hmm.
1: One thing that I got to give them credit for, though, I fucking love this. <laughs> so they use cell phones during the whole operation and, you know, burner phones sort of thing, right? Okay. And they had alias names that they ran by on these cell phones. And those alias names were themed. First of all, you're coordinated, you're themed, love it. Second of all, they were Star Wars themed. Mm. We're talking Luke Skywalker, we're talking Leia, Han Solo.
0: You would love that.
1: Okay, I just want to say if I were to ever commit a heist, <laughs> I want to do that straight up. That's just badass.
0: So if anyone ever hears anything about like something like that in the news, they're gonna know it's Ben. Yeah, that
1: was me. <laughs> proudly. Um, so, the Rebel Alliance, which Star Wars reference, and it totally fits what they're doing. Just So, I'm calling them the Rebel Alliance from here on out.
0: Oh, like you made that up? Oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, good job. Right.
1: Well, that, the Rebel Alliance and Star Wars. I know.
0: I, th- I thought it just made sense. So, I right? thought it was just part of the story. No, I,
1: <laughs> I put that in there because it just fits so well. Uh, so, they grew more and more nervous, actually, with that annual inventory check coming up because they knew there was a high chance, high possibility that these empty barrels or barrels full of water were gonna be discovered. So they actually did things like even mess with the lights to try and get it like dimmer in there. To like try and, you know, get their their scheme to kinda go under the radar. So they did a lot of stuff to try and help in the favor, but clearly we know how that played out. It didn't didn't go in their favor. They were discovered.
0: Well, I think they got almost too greedy really.
1: Yeah, I think so. Cause I mean, we're talking a lot of money here. Like, we're could talking Could they not a lot have just barrels.
0: stopped at like five million or whatever? <laughs> Did they really need eighteen million?
1: Yeah. That's you got a point. <laughs> I would probably stop at like five barrels. Yeah, you're like,
0: I'm good, retirement.
1: And that's a lot of a lot of labor. I don't want to be moving all these <laughs> barrels.
0: Well, yeah, that's freaking heavy.
1: Yeah so there were other indicators though other than just that empty barrel that like toppled over okay so the indicators that helped them identify all these empty barrels uh in this sea of fucking maple syrup Mm -hmm. one of them was rust because we're talking water in these barrels Oh. the barrels began to rust
0: and they wouldn't have rusted with maple Maple syrup. syrup
1: they wouldn't have no
0: oh that's really interesting
1: yeah Another one was marks on the barrels from forklifts. Because the warehouse, when they were operating, had actual specific attachments on their forklifts rather than just standard forks on the bottom. And they were designed to grab two barrels at a time without damaging the barrels.
0: Okay, but these people didn't have that.
1: These people rented forklifts and just used regular forks. And those forks can scratch, dent, do a lot of damage. yeah. So when they're looking for, to identify which barrels were filled with maple syrup and not, it was pretty easy to say, well, that one's got rust on it. Let's check it. Yeah, water. Okay, let's check the one beside it. Okay, that one's also water. Even if there's not rust, it's like now we're looking in this spot.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, there's
1: dents and scratches over here. Let's check these ones.
0: Hmm, that's a lot of signs, actually, really. It is.
1: Um, and Another sign that they completely missed uh, was just dumb absolutely dumb was a little later on when they're doing their investigation some of the maple syrup barrels that were sold to people on the black market or whatever mm-hmm. okay had like labels with the head of the whole thing like his name on it yeah
0: <gasps> really
1: they were even able to track down where the rental forklift was from from like Arrest warrants, and there's like receipts and shit for these rental forklifts. Oh my and,
0: word! Like, they were
1: not careful at all.
0: Yeah, they almost like seemed like they were like cocky or something. Like, I'm not gonna get caught.
1: I think they were just dumb. I think, like, yeah, they're just like sloppy. That's
0: like really dumb, though.
1: Yeah, it is. It's real. Like, I, it's just so janky. They just yeah. never put thought into it. Like, we're gonna steal some shit, we're gonna get people, but I- I'm just gonna pay them. It'll be so many people involved. No one's gonna talk. People talked.
0: To get that much money, though, I feel like you would have had to kind of like have some serious brains behind this operation. But
1: no, I think it's not. I think it's just serious balls. He's got uh, the chutzpah to the pull it kahunas. off. Yeah, but he does not have brains to do anything about it. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, that people did talk. Nerves actually began to get to people because the investigation's starting now, right? They found missing barrels. Or sorry, they found barrels emptied with maple syrup and water, yeah. like shit's going down. So they actually began to like threats going back and forth, and some people even having ties to apparent uh, real cartel and stuff, like real mafia Yee. getting involved. Like, if you talk to police, we'll shoot you in the head, like some serious fucking Holy allegations. Crap. Yeah.
0: That's some scary shit.
1: But we're talking a lot of people involved, like, not everyone kept quiet. Yeah so all in all about 300 people were questioned 40 search warrants were executed and the case basically worked in a textbook way you know chase down a lead question the witness identify the ringleader and boom case boom. closed that's pretty much how it went
0: it probably wasn't even that hard to get to that ringleader really from no
1: it wasn't like i said his name was on fucking barrels exactly yeah and he's already got a past. like it it was like I don't even need to talk evidence here because it was just so fucking easy. Mm-hmm. So, what happened here from from those individuals that were caught? I've got a list here of people who were charged, but from what they arrested was a total of twenty six individuals wow. they arrested,
0: and yeah. there was probably more.
1: Oh, there was more involved, but the yeah. the arrests involved twenty six people.
0: That's a lot of people.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Like, you're talking not even getting a million bucks at this point. Like, what the shit's the point?
1: I'm pretty sure they were getting, like... Oh, maybe... They were probably getting paid pretty there was good like by tiers, the hour. like, tiers,
0: probably. They weren't getting... Splitting it evenly or whatever.
1: Well, I'm sure they weren't splitting it evenly. I'm sure it's a matter of, like, we'll give you 10 grand to do yeah. this. We'll yeah. give you 5 grand to do this. And for workers, we'll give you 500 bucks a night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Now, thankfully... And this is, this is going to be good, new, good news to any Canadian out there listening. Thankfully, two-thirds of the stolen goods were actually recovered.
0: Holy, that's a lot.
1: Yes. However, the other third uh, were unfortunately absorbed into the world's pancake supply on everyone's breakfast plates. So I actually wrote that in my notes to say that specific Ooh, joke. Oh,
0: look at that.
1: <laughs> uh, but that did come at a cost because we're talking that some people who did purchase these legitimately, thinking it was legitimate maple syrup, they, they can, you know, put into their supply and get out there. Yeah. Basically, FBI is kicking in their door and Ugh. stealing like a million dollars worth of maple syrup that they have, almost putting their business like under.
0: Well, I hope that they would like compensate them.
1: No, it's stolen
0: goods. What the shit though? Yeah. That doesn't seem fair because then what is going on? Like, okay, they take back the maple syrup. What are they going to do with that, though? Do they later sell it? That's bullshit if that's the case. Yeah, probably. Wow.
1: It's it's rightfully theirs. It's stolen property, right?
0: Uh, I don't know. I have issues with that, but that's another story.
1: (laughs) You know, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to kind of give talk about what you're on already here. There is one party that actually never did get charged, the Federation itself. There are rumors that it itself was involved. Their reserves were too great. And to simply just release extra maple syrup out into the world would, you know, decrease demand and increase supply, thus dropping the price. So they didn't want to do that, but they just got all this giant stock of maple syrup just sitting there. So they're thinking that maybe they were trying to look at a way of getting rid of this overflow stock. And collect some insurance money on top of it.
0: Oh, interesting. So
1: there's this big like thing going around where people are talking about maybe this was actually a thing that the federation did try and pull off.
0: Hmm. I wonder what the shelf life of maple syrup is.
1: It's it's pretty long.
0: Is it? I'm not too sure what is it, it like is exactly.
1: <laughs> well, I know it's like because the sugar content's so high, right? Right. It basically like most bacteria just can't survive in it. Like honey oh, okay. doesn't have a shelf life because of the sugar content, and I know that. It's similar with maple syrup, but I know it does have a shelf life.
0: Huh. So, Very interesting. I wouldn't actually, that's, I wouldn't put it past them that they were involved.
1: Well, especially considering by the sounds of what they've done previously, like just overthrowing everyone, yeah. running this whole thing. They and sound no, like
0: shady characters.
1: And this is a way of ensuring that you get some of these people in this black market cartel for maple syrup arrested as well and off your back and selling maple syrup. Where you could be taking it and selling it yeah so Mm. you're kind of getting an insurance money you're also getting rid of these basically people who are working against you yeah it's it's a win-win if they were involved
0: yeah but no one knows no one knows
1: officially or for sure so to wrap this all up we do have the individuals who were charged in the case um richard Valieres who was the accused ringleader, was sentenced in April 2017 to eight years in prison plus a $9 million fine with an extension to 14 years in prison if the fine is not paid.
0: Holy! Okay, that's actually crazy, though. 14 years, $9 million? Like, that just seems, on a scale, not balanced. But yeah. did he have that kind of money? No. Oh. <laughs>
1: Maybe if he got away with this whole heist.
0: Yeah, then he would have for sure.
1: Uh, Also, Raymond Vallierez, Richard's father, was convicted of possession.
0: Oh, he got his pops involved, eh?
1: Yeah, I'm not too sure what that possession was. Maybe it's just possession of drugs. I don't fucking know. But clearly there was a a warrant out for being able to search their property. They found something, whether it was the maple syrup or fucking cocaine. (laughs) Apparently, either one is enough to be convicted at this point.
0: Oh, goodness.
1: Uh, Etienne St. Pierre. Uh, he was a New Brunswick-based syrup reseller. So clearly, he's buying and such, right? A Vic a K- Karen? Vic Karen? Like I said, the... I don't know how to fucking say these names. Yeah. <laughs> he's the one I was talking about earlier, whose wife owned the property.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Was the wife involved, too? Uh,
1: not as far as I know.
0: Interesting. No. Okay.
1: The ins- so he was uh, that, that insider whose wife was involved, and he was sentenced to five years in prison plus a $1.2 million fine. Ooh. And Sebastian Jutras, who was a trucker involved in the transport of the, the syrup, he served eight months in prison.
0: Not really that long of sentences.
1: Not really, really. But—
0: I mean, it's not like murder or anything was involved.
1: Yeah, and it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's money. Yeah, you're doing some bad shit, but yeah, no one's dead or hurt, yeah. which is good.
0: Which is good.
1: But like I said, it it does cut deep for the, the Canadian nation.
0: <gasps> okay, um, you probably said this story. When, when did this happen? What years? That was
1: between 2011 and 2012. So not very long Seriously, ago.
0: Seriously, not that long ago. Yeah. Like, was this shit not all over the news? Where was I? Living under a rock?
1: Apparently. I don't remember this being on the news. I only heard of this case a few years ago. Like,
0: I'm trying to think, what the hell was I doing then? I would Me? have been... Hey! <laughs> oh, I would have been in school. I probably didn't give a shit about anything except my degree.
1: Yeah, Probably. Huh. Wait, 2012. I'm trying to think now. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Because <laughs> yeah, that's really not that long ago, really. No, I feel not like. at all. Huh. But
1: that's the uh, the great Canadian maple syrup. Heist.
0: Wow, wasn't that interesting? Right.
1: I wanted huh. to get a little bit off that murderous track, even though this is very skeevy and, like I said, just fucking horrendous for our our nation.
0: A little bit more lighthearted than what we were were doing.
1: Yep. And then my next episode, let's go right into some fucking gruesome shit. I know. I'm like, what can
0: I do (laughs) to them next time? I'm like thinking in my head here.
1: See how we can just make this just derail every time. Just this roller coaster of what the fuck is happening.
0: I was actually searching today what I'm going to do next time.
1: And do you know what you're going to do?
0: I don't know. I have a few ideas because I I said I would do a non-Canadian one, right? Yep so I have a couple ideas I was even like man maybe I should just fuck them right up and do non-Canadian and like an unsolved one but I might not go that far (laughs) I might not go that far
1: (laughs) I think for my next one I might actually see if I can pull off um, from our suggested list from our listeners
0: there is one on that suggested list I really want to do
1: maybe it's the same one it might be the
0: same one well we'll find out we'll find out yeah
1: Yeah, when we get to that but next time it's going to be you So, until we can hear your next episode, make sure you guys
0: stay wicked. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,